dangerous large uh, carnivore out there. Yeah, I saw that bird get a young deer off the road and fly away. And uh, it was just about getting dark and we started panicking, running down the bridge, not really having any clue of throwing rocks in our vicinity. Good size rocks. And uh, I stopped long enough to get a 357 out of my backpack and look back, and that's when I saw it. I saw one. Uh, a week, the, the town of Defiance was being harassed by a werewolf, and it's actually attacked two railroad workers, uh, killed livestock. You know, just a lot of weird stuff that was going on. Monster X Radio, Shane Corson here, uh, waiting on my, uh, the, the hostess with the most is Gunnar Monson, who should be joining here shortly. Uh, I'm here. Uh, oh, you're here. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> how you doing, Gunnar? <laughs> I'm doing good. Well, I, uh, I snuck in up? by the skin of my teeth. You sure did. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> glad you're here. I, we had quite the weekend. Uh, out there at Beachfoot, uh, Todd and Diane Niece, uh, Niece's event out of Beachfoot, and uh, uh, you know it's a mad scramble, uh, you know after events like this to uh, uh, make it home or wherever you have to be at. So I'm glad you joined in, Gunner. <laughs> yeah, I actually um, I kind of pushed my luck because I went out. We are uh, meeting Susan's daughter and Eugene, and uh, so. I took the opportunity because I thought we had some extra time and went out to uh, shot up the McKinsey River a little bit to Ike's uh, Pizza Place. Where so I I wanted to show Susan where I had been on the first my first uh, appearance on Finding Bigfoot. Uh, it's, it's a little disappointing because they you know uh, it's changed hands since since then. It's been a few years ago now and. Uh, for finding Bigfoot, they had this big giant, uh, big stuffed Bigfoot that that actually I guess Animal Planet had brought in, and uh, <laughs> wasn't last year, but I think the year before, um, we we went to uh, the Tillamo County Fair, and and lo and behold, there's the guy um, that used to own the restaurant, and he's he's taken 
the uh, stuff Bigfoot with him on a road trip to these county fairs. So, and he was selling Bigfoot merchandise, and it was kind of funny. So, but yeah, we we shot up there, and we just made it back. Actually, we were out in front of uh, Cabela's in Eugene, Oregon. So, um, had a good time. Wow, the fun. The fun does not stop, does it? (laughs) So, I'm sure we might have to sneak in here after we get off the air to to uh, check out the Cabela's outdoor uh, selection. So, there's a plug for Cabela's. (laughs) Excellent. Well, glad you're here once again, Uh, Gunner. Did you enjoy yourself this weekend at uh, Beachfoot as much as I did? I did. I mean, it's the Beachfoot is, you know, it's it's uh, by invitation only, and it's grown. It's like this was the eighth year that they've done this, and and uh, I, you know, I don't know. Monster X listeners are familiar with Todd Neese, but Todd um, had a Bigfoot encounter, and I, I, I want to say '97. It might have been '93. Uh, um, I believe in it was '93. Coast Range. It was '93, and uh, in the Oregon Coast Range, and. Uh, he, he's one of those people that, you know, walked through the, the doorway of, of uh, not really having any context of Bigfoot before to, uh, to becoming someone who has a, a, a life-changing, you know, uh, a legend stepped off of the pages of, of uh, books and, and into his reality. And uh, he got bit by the Bigfoot bug. He's, he's been a, a researcher ever since. Um, has hosted expeditions. I know he's very close with uh, Peter Byrne, and uh, um, Peter was at Hopsquatch or at Hopsquatch uh, was at Beachfoot this weekend. And so, about eight years ago, uh, Todd decided to start an event where uh, he he would just invite uh, people and and uh, put it and it has a clip. He's changed locations a few times, but um, this location is awesome where, where it's been the last couple of years. And this was actually my third trip to uh, Beachfoot. I I think 2011 was the first year that I went, and then I skipped a year. No, I think this was my fourth year, actually. And oh, wow. uh, Yeah, so uh, 2011 was the first time that I went. Then I think I missed... 2012, and then the last three years I've been been there. So, but it's always a good time, and we have you know um, you get to hang with people that you don't always get run into. You know, uh, Mark DeWorth from Ohio that puts on the Ohio Bigfoot Conference was there. Um, you know, of course, uh, Cliff Berrickman from and and Bobo uh, from Finding Bigfoot. I was fun. It was funny today because uh, I was in the pavilion area. And uh, Bobo was there, and he like, you know, I, I, I didn't know that that you were Gunner, that Gunner, Gunner Monson, until uh, somebody mentioned he Says I'm such a dumbass, and I'm like, I didn't even know Bobo. Was, you know. <laughs> we we have a lot of com- friends in common because we both were in the BFRO, and he did expeditions up and watch. But I had never really crossed paths with Bobo in in my uh, um, until I the first time I met him was actually at Ike's when I went down to for the filming of the Finding Bigfoot episodes that they did there. So, but he's, he's, he's a good dude. I, I, I would always heard good things about Bobo. So, um, and it, it's cool that he, he got this opportunity to actually go, you know, Bigfoot for a living, something that all 
uh, I think anybody who's really into the, to the, the subject would love to have the opportunity to go uh, Bigfoot full time. I don't know if I would dig the whole, uh, you know, reality TV part of it because so much of it's, but pretty cool to go from, you know, uh, Bigfoot location to Bigfoot location all over the world and, and, and get the opportunity to talk to witnesses. And yeah, it, and it was a good time this weekend. I mean, it, of course, I got to see you and, and uh, Lair Bow and, and a surprise, uh, our buddy Mark, who's part of the Potomac Forest group, who's, who's been off kind of uh, uh, busy doing life, you know, his own life thing. He, he goes and climbs ice. Uh, ice mountains and and was scaling uh, cl- actually mountain climbing. I know last summer he hit quite a few peaks and yeah. so I, I was surprised and pleasantly surprised to see Mark. I hadn't seen him in quite a while, so that was awesome. Lots of lots of good folks. So and all yeah, the you know all the presentations and stuff were cool. So yeah, they're fantastic, uh, fantastic presentations. Uh, you know some of the other. Uh, attendees, you know, Derek Randalls, um, you know, Cindy Dosen, uh, obviously Peter Byrne and Bob Gimlin and John Bendernagel and uh, Esteban Sarmiento. Uh, uh, man, the list goes on and on. It was just, you know, it was, uh, you know, it's really, uh, the reason I like, this is my second year, and the reason I like this particular event, it's a very, very uh, comfortable camping atmosphere with presentations but uh, you can hop from from a campsite to campsite. You know, we had a we had a large campsite, so we had you know we were close to uh, Tom Yamarone and John Kirk and um, I think you know Bob Gimlin and, and Cliff was around the corner and, and Craig Flippy. Uh, we had quite a <laughs> large, really a fun camping area. But th- this event, you know, you can hop from campsite to campsite and just chat with people. So pull up a, a camping chair and you know join them for dinner or have some coffee with them or just, you know, catch up. And uh, I got to meet, uh, you know, Esteban uh, Sarmiento this year and had a great conversation with him, very intelligent guy. Uh, you know, he's a primatologist and biologist. He's been around for uh, many years now. And, you know, that was one of my highlights because, uh, you know, and then, of course, uh, you know, hanging out with, uh, you know, Cliff and those guys, that was, that was fantastic. And just many great conversation. You know, people came from all over the place. We had people from... Um, Illinois, you know, and Ohio, all over, all over the country, and, and even, you know, a few, I think, I believe, international. I mean, and obviously, a few from, you know, British Columbia, you know, Vancouver Island. Right. So, really Dr. cool event. Yeah, Dr. Mm-hmm. Benderdale and Cindy are both from Canada, so that was, uh, that's cool. And it, and, and it is, it's just the, the, the kind of venue, I mean, it, and you get to hang out with people, you know, around the campfire. Um, it's way that, that's what kind of is different about you know you go to conferences and and there's not a every you go to the the presentations and then you kind of you know go on everybody kind of goes their separate ways um sometimes you you know you run into uh other people in a oh in the eating it when you're out eating or or if you're you know go out and, and grab a drink or something but this this is like everybody's camping out um What's kind of you know unique too is the speakers that come and speak at Beachfoot aren't paid to come and speak. They right? they choose. They're actually paying to come to the event and and yeah. uh, and they choose and they volunteer to speak, which is cool. Um, Todd and Diane, you know, have, have uh, uh, done. Uh, last year we had the wedding. We had 
Todd and, and Diane uh, got married. And so this was actually their first anniversary as well, which is cool. But uh, they they and the, put this and, on, you know, and they never any time that there's there's any extra funds made, and there was actually um, like an extra thousand bucks that that uh, above expenses this year, which they are donating to the Wounded Warrior Project, which I thought was cool. So oh, very cool. So yeah, that. Yeah. Just, just going around, when I got there, Susan and I got there to, um, on Friday, and we started uh, doing, we went and checked in and talked to Diane, and she gave me a hard time as usual, and uh, <laughs> and we started and did the perimeter, and we stopped and uh, saw John Hammer and and uh, um, Guy Edwards and, and uh, made our way around the perimeter, uh, stopped in and saw Joe Bielart and Tom Powell. And uh, Mrs. Bielart, I'm not sure, I don't remember uh, her first name, but she was handing, you know, she had a tray of crackers and, and cheese and stuff, and we had a drink with, with Joe and uh, and uh, Tom and and chatted for a little bit. Then we went, made our way around the, the horn and, and uh, um, caught up with, with uh, you and Larry and, and uh, members that we had, our, and Jess was there, so our a, a lot of our Tillamook Forest group slash Olympic project group were uh, close in close proximity. Derek was right there, and and uh, yeah, it was it was fun, Just good time. I mean, very you know, very casual. Uh, last night was was great. They uh, had presentations all the way up till uh, uh, sometime after nine o'clock. The presentations. There was a full packed day yesterday, and. Uh, and uh, finished off with with uh, Bob Olver- Barbara Olvera that that uh, um, has put forth the Bigfoot Manifesto and uh, great idea um, and uh, she she uh, I think she got kind of rushed there they, you know they ran up against the clock so uh-huh. her she she had to do a kind of a truncated version of her presentation which I had seen. Um, she did it up at the OP a while back and and uh, d- did a great job. Just the idea of, you know, applying scientific method and, and scientific discipline to to Bigfoot research and, and how that, you know, uh, can can help to to get science involved because people it's always funny because Bigfoot big researchers bemoan, you know, the lack of uh, involvement of science and how they, they don't pay attention to the, the subject, and uh, but you know we ha- we have to meet them on their terms. And and Barb is a scientist, or she is trained to be a bi- in school to be a biologist, and uh, she brings that yeah, discipline you know what? to to Bigfooting. I believe Gunner, I believe uh, Shelley Covington and Larry Turner are calling in now. I'm going to take their call because they both were at the. Uh, at uh, the event with us, uh, and you know Shelly's out here from from Texas, and she's been hanging out with me last you know uh, week and a and a half. So uh, uh, Shelly cool. and Larry, you guys there? Yeah, we're here. Hi. Hey there. Hello. Hey, How are you guys? That was and that was the highlight of my my trip. Besides getting to hang out with my beautiful lady, I got to meet Shelly for the first time. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, you're so and, kind, and, and and likewise, likewise. 
<laughs> so yeah, we had a good time. What would you guys what was your favorite part of, of Beachfoot, Shelley? Oh. Well that that's a great question. I mean the speakers were phenomenal, you know, I mean you couldn't have had a better group of logic and, and science. It just felt right and it was just full of information that, you know, not, I mean, we just, we learned so much. I learned a ton. Um, I would have to say the speakers were just amazing and, and I enjoyed that. Um, the people there, it was just, I was messaging my husband today of how kind and, and, um, giving that all these people were and, and how they wanted to share, and everybody was on an equal plane, and uh, it just felt like family, honestly. I mean, I, I had it the best time of my life. I mean, oh, my gosh. You know, it was early to early to rise and late to bed, and, you know, just it was wonderful. I mean, it was all wonderful. The music was wonderful. The, um, the host, you know, Todd Neese and Diane, they were just amazing. The food was fantastic. It, it, I couldn't ask for a better event. I mean, it was. I just hope I get invited back next year. So, but it, it, it just everything about it was was grand and wonderful, and the scenery was amazing as well. Yeah, and Shelley, you know, you weren't the only one out from Texas. Uh, there was a, a, you know, obviously Bob and Kathy. Well, I shouldn't say Bob and Kathy Strainer from Texas, but they gave a presentation on Area X. But you know. Um, was really, uh, you know, after that paper came out, you know, it, uh, which got a lot of uh, good acclaim, you know, I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed their their whole, you know, presentation. Absolutely, I I, I as well. I think it's important. It it's important. I think that, you know, there's differences of opinion on all of that as far as you know the. Pro kill, no kill, and and such. But everybody was very respectful and wanted to listen and learn. And you know, I don't know if it changed minds or if people saw a different light. But it it was it was wonderful. I I enjoy their talks every time they're they're there. Yeah, yeah, and, and likewise. And, and one of my favorites, uh, and I'm being a little biased because he's uh, an OP member, is uh, David Ellis. Uh, I always enjoy his audio presentations, uh, and I thought uh, I know the, uh, the you know the audience you know loved it, and they had a lot of questions. I remember uh, even you know, and that was one of the cool things about Bobo. You know, Bobo will sit in the front row and, and pay attention. He'll ask questions. You know, he doesn't claim to be an expert or anything like that, but he'll ask questions. That you know, and uh, uh, David Ellis's presentation overall was was fantastic. Oh yeah, I mean they all were. I, I've felt privileged and honored to be a part of such a thing and and it was and, and it was good, you know, and meeting people that you been visiting with online hadn't ever met in person, it was even more of a pleasure. I mean and a lot of new ideas came out of this event. It was really wonderful watching, you know, groups of getting together visiting and sharing ideas and coming up with some long-term plans and you know it was it, that was probably my favorite part was watching all these minds start clicking and sharing their ideas and and there was some really interesting things that I believe uh in the future are going to be 
great tool that people are trying to put together. And I think the community is trying to really work in a direction where we can not just talk about Bigfoot and research Bigfoot, but actually put in place some tools to help each other. Exactly. Collaboration. You know, a lot of people talk about collaboration, a lack of, and I, I'm not, you know, yeah, there, there, there has been, and I think, uh, uh, you know, an event like this really brings people together, um, some of the top minds in the field and outside the field even, and brings them together. And the collaboration, I'm seeing collaboration, I'm seeing new ideas, I'm seeing, uh, co- co- you know, correlations and and uh, where people can work together. Uh, I was uh, uh, kind of off subject, but, uh, you know, um, John Kirk, you know, British Columbia, he uh, he played, he was playing some of some recordings he had, and he played this one recording um, very long, uh, you know, uh, how, uh, obviously, uh, you know, I found it intriguing and it was funny because I had heard that exact, uh, ha- same how, um, from a recording from the Tillamook area that, uh, Cindy Cadell, who was in attendance there and, and Larry Turner and a few others had recorded. And when John heard it, his eyes just about popped out his head. He said, that's the same, the same, the same exact, almost exact recording we have. And, uh, he wants to compare notes and stuff down down the road, and uh, you know, but that's just the sort of thing. You know, people bring in pieces of evidence and matching it up, or and whatnot, and uh, getting second opinions on it. So uh, the whole event is just amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, and you know, I mean, we got to meet our new friend Top out of Austin, Texas. Oh yes, and uh, you know, he's he and I and a couple others. You know, Melissa and Rob, I dare want to. We all kind of want to get together, you know, we're in the Gulf states and um, do some work. And he's, you know, wanting to focus on some some things and some ideas. Uh, he's been out here for a while, for quite a few weeks. And, um, you know, that's, that's exciting for me. I got to meet somebody new that's been doing this as long as a lot of people have, but never had the opportunity to meet him or speak with him. And now... You know, it, it, I've got a new person to, you know, um, go out with and get some new ideas and work with. And just a really solid guy. You know, he's a retired Marine, and um, he uh, owns a, a ranch in Austin and raises horses, and that's his business. And he's been able to put himself in a position to where he can be out here for for a long time. And so... Um, that's exciting. I mean, and I'm really grateful to have gotten to meet him. Yeah, he's a he's a former Marine and just a heck of a guy mm-hmm. who's got, who's got some uh, great ideas all by himself. But you know, I I'm I'm uh, I'm glad he was there in the tents and I got to meet him as well. I, I really like the guy and I hope to uh, to uh, work with him down the road and, and head out. Uh, like you know, um, it was kind of funny. Uh, Robin, I, I had no idea um, Robin there. Or uh, sorry, Rob Gaday and Melissa Adair were even going to show up, and they show up, and well, that was that was a pleasure. I had never had to. I know you uh, know them well, and have been out in the field with them, and my first time meeting them, and they were just a delight. Really nice, uh, nice people, and very smart. And uh, uh, fortunately, we had uh, we got to sneak out and um, do a little, uh, you know, a little trip out into the field, and uh, didn't have anything happen, but uh, it was just a nice time out um, in an area out there, and. 
Alsi, you know, and it was just, it was a blast. So uh, I'm really thankful I got to meet them as well. And they made the trip out, you know, cause like, like Gunnar was saying, nobody gets paid to, to attend this. This is, you know, when you attend, it's out of your pocket. And I know it wasn't cheap for many people to get there, but, you know, they want to be there. And there's a reason why they want to be there because of the collaboration and and uh, hearing new ideas and sharing ideas and, and uh, whatnot. So uh, was there was there anybody, Shelly, um, that really, uh, you know, beside like top, like you were speaking of, anybody else that you really enjoyed speaking with? You know, uh, you know, for me as well, I always love seeing John Bendernagel. He's just a brilliant mind. And uh, Peter Byrne, you know, he's turning 90. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I got to uh, listen to his presentation of, you know, uh, about the Yeti and uh, the history on that's phenomenal and his work since coming to the States and all that. So anybody in particular that you really, uh, really just stuck out to or you, that you just love being around? Well, <clears throat> I mean, of course, all of the, all of the speakers were fantastic. You know, I, 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 I uh, felt like I got, I uh, made some kinships with a few of them, you know, the strains were amazing and fun and and bob and i you know connected because he's from texas and and uh but one person for me that really stood out and i was really just every time i spoke i mean there were a few people but um jason aiken oh yeah oh yeah yeah just you know he was just refreshing and you know, the enthusiasm and his ideas and his work. And, you know, he was taking notes constant, just constantly taking notes and and and, and going around and introducing himself and visiting and, and, and asking questions. And, and it just a delightful man. I, I was just so pleased to have got to meet him. I don't, I don't know. He just stuck out to me. He was one of the first people I met. He... You know, he walks up and he says, "Hi, Shelley. I'm so, you know, I'm Jason, and I, I've been following you for a while, which you know shocked me. But it, it, and we got to talking. It was just there's so much he has to offer, you know, and his perspective is just a little different. And those types of things that happen for me are what are exciting, you know. And um, Mike Leon, I am in love with that guy. He is so <laughs> he's so connected with nature and his you know, bike ride, you know, oh, I'm going to go ride 50 miles today up the mountain, oh, you know, and goes out and researches an area for us to go into and just watching him. He's very in tune with the surroundings. He doesn't work against nature. He works with it. And, um, gosh, uh, uh, Mark, um, Mark Marsons, is that, Mar- I'm, I'm getting all these Mark, names. Mark Marcel. Uh, uh, yeah, Mark Marcel. Oh yeah, he was a delight. Oh, I just enjoyed our visits. Um, I, I'm, you know, I got to finally meet Yemron, and that mm-hmm. was extraordinary and fun. And and you know, and people are so excited to be around each other and finally get to do that face to face and share. And but mm-hmm. I think it was just you know our friends that we. I don't want to say we. You know, that we know are there every day to talk to us, but we might not really get to sit down and talk with them and share the the ideas we got to share, you know, as we were in this group. Yeah, yeah. I guess guess it's the the guys like us. 
that I really was intrigued by. But, I, of course, the speakers were amazing, all of them. Yeah, the speakers' presentations, you know, um, like you said, Mark Marcel, fantastic. I always love listening to that guy, and Gunnar and I are supposed to head out to uh, that area, you know, Ape Canyon, um, and, and help him uh, do some uh, research out there on, you know, for historical value soon. And, uh, you know, uh, Jason Jason Aiken, yeah, like you said, what a, what a mind and what a student of the subject. Uh, and uh, he, I know that um, he took a lot out of that out of that event, and and but he gave a lot too. He's just a brilliant guy from Colorado, and uh, so uh, he's one guy that uh, I I pay attention to, and just uh, I got a, a real fondness for. Awesome guy. One one of the questions in the chat room is, uh, you know, what really stood out? You know, uh, I'm I'm you know, uh, you know what really stood out, and there were there was a lot of things that stood out. You know, the the OP. You know, Loan Project right now, um, besides collaboration and stuff that I think is really going on and comparing of notes and stuff, and um, a lot of it's premature to even mention, but, you know, I, I, the, the Loan Project is working on some exciting stuff right now, um, and and it, it's it's kind of premature to talk about it, but, you know, the collaboration on that, on the subject, um, you know, and what, you know, in some of the findings that we're, we're, we come, you know, I know this, this is a presentation that's going to be at the Sasquatch summit. Derek's preparing now, uh, up in, uh, ocean shores of Washington. Um, and it's, I, I find it truly, uh, fascinating. You know, it, it deals with nests. I, I know I could say that it deals with possible nesting, but uh, that's one of the things that, you know, was shared, uh, amongst, you know, um, the people at the event and it's just uh you know really cool you know a lot lot to come from that and we're still you know working hard at it and, and compare notes and and, and uh, looking at the findings and stuff so that was uh, something i was glad that was shared um with, with the some people there it wasn't uh, actually um a part of the uh, presentations it was just you know talking to other individuals about it uh you know cindy cindy dose and you know she, her um you know she's not an oh, expert she's but amazing. she's her, Amazing though, hair hair analysis uh, and uh, comparing it to known animals and and some of her findings are just you know to me for me pers- just jaw dropping, you know and so uh, I you know I expect uh, good things uh, down the road here from not just Lone Project but other groups uh, working hard uh, at it you know and uh, you know I I also got to meet um, uh, Chris and uh, Monica Rollins who. Uh, uh, yeah. they, you know, we we actually we got to spend uh, before Beachfoot. We were actually on the field with them and uh, and and doing some camping and stuff. You know, Tom Yamrum and John Kirk and Winona and uh, you know, shoot uh, Gary Rydell and Rydell, yeah, and um, uh, Gene Romo. Um, oh my gosh, uh, that guy is awesome! I love him. He was so great. Yeah, he was out from I think I believe uh, North Carolina. Uh, yeah. But, we had a great time, you know, pre-Beachfoot uh, event, uh, you know, that we were invited to. And uh, it was just uh, that, I mean, that was a prelude to Beachfoot, but I had a blast up there um, with you all and uh, just a lot of fun. Uh, I hope to do it again real soon, but, uh, you know. Well, not so, all uh, of us got invited. To oh. <laughs> you know what? I would but, I'm not, but I'm not bitter. Oh, What I would say stood out for me of of the whole event was the egos were, there were no egos. 
it, it, everybody was on the same level. I mean, everybody was very respectful of everyone's ideas and um, thoughts, and you felt like everybody there felt like everybody else was on the same the same playing field. I mean, no one was had anything better than anyone else. It was just, I mean, you, you know, with the respect of the speakers, we of course want to, you know, give that attention. They're there for a reason. I mean, that's what they're there for. But as well, but I don't know. I just felt everybody was just as important as the next guy. You know, it was very, it was great. I I love that. One of the coolest things I've I've ever experienced at Beachbrook, it wasn't this year, last year, I I remember getting up in the morning and walking over to the fire pit, and there's my buddy Larry, who's part of our group, Tillamook group, and part of the OP, you know, and he's got Ron Moorhead and John Bendernagel and, and several other people, like, standing around uh, listening to him uh, share, share information about what, what we were doing in the the Tillamook group. So, it just, just really cool. Buddy of mine. Sorry, we got traffic around us. Keep talking. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah I had a, had a motorcycle starting up. So, um, yeah, no, it's just uh, great. I mean, that, that it just kind of epitomized Beachfoot for me. It's like everybody, like you say, like Shelly's saying, you know, people are on equal footing. You get I, I uh, it gave me an opportunity to meet uh, Dr. Bendernagel. Um, actually, last year was the first year that he had come, and it's funny is that uh, after the event, um, he wrote a, a very glowing uh, review of Beachfoot, and it's, it's funny is he because of the name of Beachfoot, he kind of thought it was he had he had not come for several several years when he had the opportunity because he thought it was. Uh, a goofy name, and that it was probably just some kind of goofy thing. But he, uh, he came back this year, and and uh, what a down to earth guy, you know, very intelligent, very, uh, but but willing to share and listen. And uh, he's, you know, he he's uh, still learning about the the subject too. It's the, the collaboration, and and uh, uh, you've got all these these. Uh, citizen scientists and, and some actual uh, professional scientists that they get together and and uh, just share information and it's it's it was awesome I had the opportunity to meet Jason as well and he was uh, a standout um, person to me as well he just uh, very pragmatic mind very organized brings a uh, and and is going to be doing. Uh, we're going to be working with him with the the Telema group. Uh, I know that Larry spent quite a bit of time um, talking to Jason um, about some ideas that uh, we've had on the back burner for a while, and uh, uh, just just a, a a great time. I mean, uh, I can't say enough about what Todd and Diana. They they always downplay, you know their role in it but they without them it wouldn't wouldn't take place and it, it uh, uh i know how much work it must be to to uh get that get it all together and and uh make it pull it off so 
kudos Absolutely. to Todd and Diane. You know. yeah. I think every, you know, I know a lot of people that attended this event, and when we all go home, we've got homework to do. We've all got <laughs> some things that we're, we're, we're wanting to do and got some great ideas and some encouragement and, you know, and it just boosts your energy and makes you feel revived and ready to go and, here we go again, you know, let's start over another day. So for me, I've got a list of things I've got to get done now, you know. So that that's the other thing is just it regenerates your passion even more than what you had when you got there. You know, it's exciting. I mean, I, I was almost in tears when I left just because huh. I had such a good time with these people. And um, just a well, Shelly, your DNA kit—you brought your DNA <laughs> kit, kind of a, a, re, a, a revamped DNA kit, uh, updated DNA kit, and I have quite a few of them now. And thank you. But uh, they, your uh-huh. DNA kits were talked about and uh, given away too as kind of a part of the raffle. And uh, I just can't say enough about your DNA kits. I think they're spectacular, and uh, what a place to um, to provide those and and hand it out to people. Uh, you know, for those that are maybe not um, doing that yet, or for those interested in trying to do, to do uh, more DNA-related uh, collection and the right way to go about it. Your DNA kits are awesome. You know, I've talked about them before, but uh, they keep getting better and better. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I've got a lot of, you know, friends that have helped me in the medical community, and, uh, you know, I'm always trying to make it better, you know, and were, um, you know, and at, at first I was pretty nervous. I mean, I'm no, I'm no scientist. I'm, you guys know that. I'm just a simple girl from Texas. But I, by the time the raffle came up, and it, it, I would, I felt per- perfectly good about it, and everybody was very well receiving, and and uh, made me feel, you know, like I really want to do more. And um, it was funny. Of all people to win that DNA kit, Bob Strain. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> so, which was phenomenal, and he was very sweet and, and was excited to, to get it. So, um, yeah, it's just, you know, it was it was a good time, and it, you know, everybody was happy to be there and pleasant and helpful and um, I couldn't ask for a better trip out here. I mean, I'm I'm driving through Pacific Northwest right now, and I just want to live here. <laughs> well, we'd love to. By the way, Larry, very excited. <laughs> Larry, we'd love to have you and Don Don move to you know the Pacific Northwest would be great. I think you guys would be a great addition. So <laughs> I would love it. I've, Gunner, I'm actually uh, shorter part of Oregon here, and I'm I've got my plaid coat on, trying to sell her to move over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we keep we keep finding uh, places for sale, and so we've we've been scheming and planning on how to move the business here and and such. But uh, yeah, just everything about the last. I guess now, I don't know how long I've been here, 10 days, two weeks, I don't know, but it's been phenomenal. I've not had one bad experience yet. And, 
And her feet hey, touch Shelly. the Pacific Ocean. Yes. Hmm. Yes, thanks. Shelly, I want to, you know, your DNA kits, though, I mean, they, I, you know, backtrack a little, you know, they've actually been put to good use. I know the Lemon Project, Derek Randall specifically, uh, and James Millian have put them to great use uh, in, with some um, uh, hair finds and stuff and that got, you know, sent off to Cindy Dosen to uh, examine. So, uh, once again, uh, you know, uh, your DNA kits have been very useful <laughs> and, uh, you know, I like I can't speak enough about them. And, and then some of the other ideas presented um, with uh, both audio and and tracking and stuff uh, at the uh, at, at the Beachfoot were um, I take I took you know I was taking notes myself and I took a lot away from it and and in the collaboration part like we speaking of earlier um, you know yeah. I've met a few new contacts now um, people that I, I knew via online and social media that uh, never had the privilege to actually meet in person I got to meet and uh, so there's a lot of exciting um, collaboration I can see down the road here, uh, sharing information and ideas. And I think that's the whole, uh, that really truly is the, the uh, what Beachfoot is about, is, is you know, collaboration and uh, the sharing of minds um, with, with the lack of ego that uh, seems to be so prevalent. There's not, you know, none of that was experienced. So, uh, yeah, good oh, stuff. You know. Well, like I said, we you know I always say with soft images, they're not they're count all other wildlife in an easy manner, you know. And you've got Cindy Dawson that can do your hair analysis right off the bat. I mean, we need to go from A to B, not from B to C to three to whatever. And we need, you know. And for me, that's just if I can give a tool just to help. It, and help myself. That's all it was about is a tool for myself to try to stay on my path, which, you know, I don't want to veer away from it. And, uh, you know, and if we can get people to think that way, you know, and and come up with ideas for more tools for each other, you know, because it, to get a little further, I, I, I'm trying to think outside the box. So that's all that's about, you know, if somebody, if it's helpful to another researcher, be it discovering a new species, and say a minnow. I I think that's great. I mean, that's that's what I want to do. That's I just the wildlife biology, wildlife behavior. Those things are important, and discounting all other wildlife first for me is just key. Or I'm going to run in circles, and so that's all that's about. <laughs> yeah, I I also want to give a you know. Uh, Les Stroud um, was supposed to be here this year, uh, and unfortunately, and, and thoughts and prayers go out to him and speedy recovery, was involved in a, a pretty, uh, well, pretty horrific uh, car accident in, in uh, Mongolia in, uh, during filming, and uh, they canceled the whole Mongolia thing, and, uh, you know, hopefully he'll have a speedy and uh, fast recovery, but, uh, you know, he was supposed to be there this year. I was really looking forward to meeting, or meeting up with Les Stroud again, but, uh, you know, that was, you know, very unfortunate, but, uh, you know, I just wanted to mention that because but, but uh, lucky he, he, too, uh, boy. I, oh yeah. Yeah. That was, that oh, was, very lucky. I mean, that was a hell of a, I mean, they were going like 55 miles an hour and rolled the, their vehicle several times and everybody walked away. So that, yeah. Thank goodness for that. I believe he had a, a punctured lung and, uh, some broken yeah. ribs and some other injuries. So, uh, yeah, it, it was, 
Yeah, very, very lucky to be alive. I don't think when when the accident happened that they had any idea at the severity of some of the, you know, Liz's, you know, his, uh, you know, uh, his injury. Yeah. he was. Yeah, his injury. Yeah, because yeah. there was actually a picture on Facebook of him standing next to the wrecked vehicle. So I, at that point, mm-hmm. I don't think he realized how, how hurt he was. So but that guy's, I mean, he, he is survivor man for a reason. So. Right. <laughs> He's a beast. He is a beast. <laughs> so are you <laughs> Um, I'm all right. You know, I, I, I heard the I heard I heard the word Sherpa mentioned a lot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're getting a reputation well, thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's one I want. You know, I'm gonna be going places and people are gonna be like, Well here, take my stuff and and before I know it, uh, you know, I'll, maybe I should make a make a, a business out of it. <laughs> the sideline, there you go. I know that somebody mentioned it when we were talking to Mark Purcell about going down the 8th Canyon. And, and it's a pretty, from the way he described it, it's a pretty hairy hike. And uh, I don't know, remember who was there that mentioned, oh, yeah, Shane, Shane the Sherpa. And I, I, no, I noticed that Mark, Mark uh, lit right up when uh, that. <laughs> so, I'm scared. But we're yeah, going to have start talking we, about. We, the amount of water that needs to be brought yeah. in, and I'm like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, and we've I've seen that. That I've seen the man pack in a huge backpack plus a a, a cooler up the mountain. <laughs> and what well, he packed out last year was amazing. Yeah, in in the so so if you ever want to know what Shane's middle name is, the initials are B A. <laughs> Well, that's, that's true. I, we know that that's badass. Uh, there's there's no right. secret. It's badass. He he has a cape. He's he's got the cape. He's uh, got got the underwear. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I know for a fact he can he can he can do a full sprint with 120 pounds, 25 pounds in the dark. <laughs> Through a field, no problem. Anybody who's listened to Monster X for any length of time hears me fawn over Shane from time to time. He's said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, you guys are killing it's me. funny. Is that uh, Shane, Shane doesn't just talk about Bigfoot. Shane is a, a very active, one of the most active Bigfooters that I've ever met. I mean, he's out. I don't know. Is there a weekend this summer where you're not doing big footing? Uh, no. You know, someone, <laughs> I had to think uh, about it. <laughs> well, yeah, I was thinking when I'm not. So, no. Someone asked yeah. me the other day or yesterday. He said, you know, I'll, you know, how often do you? Oh, I think it was it was Rob Rob Gooday. He said, oh, so how often do you get out? Like once a month? And I said, uh, I'm almost out weekly, if not, you know, every other week. Uh, in, and so, I mean, and that, you know, many of us do that. So it's, uh, it's because we take it this, this subject serious and it's not, it's more than just a passion. You know, it's something we take very serious and uh, if we got paid to do it, it'd be our job. Fortunately, we got, you know, day jobs and all that stuff, but many of us take this uh, very serious uh, uh, and, and uh, are continuously um, looking for um, answers and clues and, and evidence and, uh, and vetting our evidence and, and sharing it. And so, it's a full-time uh, job without uh, getting paid to do it, uh, and that—that's uh, it's so true. Paid in love. Uh, Shelly and I had this. <laughs> Shelly and I had this conversation the other day, you know, and 
You know, yeah. Uh, what would? Yeah. What she she asked me. What What would you call it? You know. I mean, it's 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 not a job per se because we don't get paid to do it. And it's you know it is a passion, but it it is really like a job. And but it's a job. You know, they say you know you know you got a job you love and you work a day in your life. Well, I don't feel like I'm working when I'm doing it. You know, it's but because I do love to do it. You know, and I I just don't get paid to do it. <laughs> in fact, I spend a lot of money, like many of us do, uh, doing it. Um, and but I get so much out of it, and between uh, just visiting um, beautiful places and being out in, out in nature in the woods, uh, it's that's my my payback, you know. And 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 so that's what I really love to do. And I love, uh, you know, we did Gunner, we did the uh, the town hall hop squatch event and met a few people there. They were just like, hey, you know, I, I want to get out. Uh, you know, do you guys do expeditions? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, we really don't do expeditions, but um, I'd love to. The, the, the takeout um and we'll you know we'll get something together and uh, you know they're very happy about it and uh, and so um mm-hmm. you know if they have a passion or an interest in it uh i i think the more the more individuals out there that are on board with just um experiencing nature in general but also you know have an interest in in, in sasquatch whether they've had a sighting or an encounter or just a student of the subject man get them out and and, and uh yeah, so it's it's that's another payoff for me. It's just uh, involving others that uh, want to experience, you know, uh, what 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 you know what I call research, you know, um, and so they they want to learn. Uh, and and I'm not saying I'm a uh, the best teacher or by no means no expert, but uh, maybe just learn from what I you know my techniques and and tax and stuff. Uh, or, you know, maybe they can share something with me that I'm not even thought about. So that's that's the awesome part of it all. So that's uh, you know, that's my payoff. <laughs> but, and the, and I, the I, cool thing is is that I mean, they get to share because while you're not, a, you know, nobody claims to be an expert. Well, there are a few that may claim to be an expert, but uh, uh, they get to share the experience, the experience of of how. You know, you've spent a lot of time out in the woods with a purpose, so that that's the benefit for somebody who's never gone out, you know, with with the purpose of looking for big, but they don't know um, they're you know they're really new at it. I mean, it it speeds up your your learning, shortens the learning curve if you can go out with experienced people. Um, I benefited from that with as a member of the BFRO for several years, you know, and and. Things like Beachfoot also help move that that uh, give us the opportunity to learn from from people we wouldn't necessarily have that opportunity to hang out with, you know, around a campfire. Yeah. So yep. very. You take a, a lot of tools. It's, yeah. It's, you know, you take uh, a lot of tools back with you, and uh, you mm-hmm. get to uh, uh, you know, like I say, collaborate. But you get uh, a lot of ideas and, and the tools and, and stuff that you take away from, you know, Beachfoot's almost like a workshop uh, in, in some manner, you know, a fun workshop, but you, you know, you get, uh, you got this buffet of individuals and you can, you know, um, talk to any of them and, and uh, pick their brains and minds. Uh, and, you know, many of them are uh, involved in academia. I mean, they have, uh, you know, you got biologists and primatologists and um, audio experts and, uh, you know, um, the variety of people at an event like this from around the country and around the world is bar none one of the top events uh, out there. Um, I, I wish it, you know, it 
you know, it's four days, but it just went by so quickly. I had so many more um, questions to ask people and to uh, and to pick their brains, you know. And, and um, but uh, I took so much away from this event, uh, like many of you guys did. And so, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to next year. Definitely looking forward to next year. Uh, and uh, Shelly, actually, uh, you know, she talk about a crazy, uh, simple Southern or Texas woman is uh, taking off Monday. Um, back to Texas and turn around driving back out this way to spend a couple weeks out here in the uh, Northwest Pacific Northwest. I, uh, wow. You're, you're just uh Shelly. I, that's pretty, um, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's okay. I like it. And, yeah, and I'm yeah. sitting on the Wilson river right now. Uh, Larry wanted to say, um, oh. I do want to say, yeah, it's nice. We're sitting here chunking rocks in the river. Um, I wanted to say something I learned that I thought was really it's it, it important to me, and I, I felt it was just a really good comment was from uh, Cliff Brockman, and he said, you know, it's all, you know, people talk about all these shows and all this. They like this show. They don't like that show. It's not real. It's staged. It isn't staged. Whatever. You know, about Bigfoot and wildlife and all this stuff of what he he said at the end of the day all this is doing and what we want it to do is teach the general public to fall in love with bigfoot because one day he he will be discovered and when he is the general public is going to stand up and say oh you got to take care of this you know so i thought that was really just simple and just great you know no matter what people are are talking about you know as far as how they portray it, what is fact, what isn't. It, at the end of the day, people are getting exposed to, you know, to the idea of something out there that that uh, not everybody believes is real. And uh, when it is, it'll be much easier to have, you know, the government or, the, or our um, wildlife services just step up real quick and take care of it and protect it. And I know he doesn't, necessarily need protection but hey it sure doesn't won't hurt it so i just wanted to say that it was very that stood out to me that yeah uh, yeah i I was i was i was there when he was talking about that you know i thought wow that's uh it's rather brilliant because and it's simple but uh that i mean a lot of people could agree or disagree with that uh but you know, the more people you have involved in the subject and that ticket, you know, the, the, like like Cliff said, uh, there's many people out there that are into the, you know, what we call woo or, or paranormal aspect of it, but they still have an interest in it. And if Sasquatch is right. discovered, they're not going to turn their backs on it. They're, you know, they're going to um, be there uh, to help protect it if, you know, um, and like Cliff said, you know, Cliff's opinion was that, you know, Sasquatch doesn't need protection now. But that day of discovery, that's when he'll need protection, and that's when, um, you know, people will come out of the woodwork. Uh, uh, Hey, uh, we got Henry May. I'm going to take Henry May. I know he's the one to speak. So, uh, Henry, are you there? I am here. Hello, Shane and Gunner. Hey, Henry. Hello. Hey. Hey, honey bun. Hey, Henry. (laughs) (laughs) I take it you two know each other. (laughs) <laughs> it sounds like you guys had a great time at Beachfoot this weekend. Uh sounds like um 
I mean, I'm gonna. I've been saying for the last few years, I'm gonna try and make it. I'm gonna try and make it next year. Next year, I'm gonna try and make it. You better be there. Christmas? Why? Me too. I mean, last year I couldn't make it because I was sick, and this year a little bit of uh, had a little bit of financial trouble. So, uh, but yeah, next year, yeah. Of course, I always say that, and then something happens, something goes south in the last second. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. But yeah, that's like yeah. That. I wanted to ask, uh, um, wanted to ask, uh, what the highlight of of, of y'all's trip was, um, or yeah, the highlight of the, the weekend, I guess. Well, I'm sitting. It's, I'll go first because I'm sitting here thinking I can't. I can't believe I haven't mentioned Bob Gimlin. It's like yeah, I, yeah, right. But I, I don't. What I don't want to do is is uh, take Bob Gimlin for granted. I mean, this we're, we're just stay, sitting in camp, and and Bob is making the rounds, and he is just the sweetest guy. I mean, he's he comes up and he's playing with Abigail and Joe's daughter Izzy, and um, she wanted his, you know, wanted him to sign. Um, what was it that she had? What's that? Her lunchbox. And uh, and and Bob is just, I mean, just chatting with her. Just, I mean, he's the most down-to-earth, um, sweet uh, guy. And uh, I actually, when I was leaving today and, and doing, you know, I'm going around telling everybody goodbye and, and talk to Bob uh, for a little bit. And, you know, he's talking about how he used to be, um, people used to call him crazy because, Obviously, um, I'm pretty sure that everybody who's listening to Monster X is familiar with the fact that Bob was with Roger Patterson. It was Roger and Bob that that filmed Patty. Yeah. And and for many years, Bob had you know was uh, harassed basically um, for his his part in in, a, in that film. The people you know called him a liar, called him crazy. And and at one point he he didn't talk about it anymore, and uh, he he found uh, a Bigfoot family that that uh, brought him back kind of into the fold, and um, he's embraced it. He's the most gracious man. Um, always a pleasure to be around, um, and and that w- that was one of my highlights. That's awesome. What about you, Shane? Oh man, I, I honestly I don't even know where to start. You know, it, uh, listening to well, I mean, just the speakers and you know, uh, like I mentioned before, David Ellis. You know, I, I've heard his presentation. He always revamps it up, but I can get, can never get enough of the audio stuff. Uh, I'm you know, yeah. Larry Larry Turner, my good friend Larry's the same way, and I learned so much from from David Ellis and the likes. Uh, you know, um, Cindy Cindy Dosen with her hair analysis, uh, just. You know some of the, the similarities from around the country uh, with the the, the unknown uh, hairs are, are are phenomenal. Um, and then you know uh, Esteban Sarmiento. I mean, just talk, speaking with him, you know about you know primate behavior and stuff was an, you know my first chance to meet him, and uh, that was a, a real highlight for me. Looking at known uh, known animals out there and, and comparing them to uh, what Sasquatch may or may not be. Um, phenomenal and, and then you know uh i you know meeting up with people that i've just wanted to meet up with for so many years like you know um rob good and, and and uh 
uh, Melissa Dare, and then hanging out, you know, some of the, the best times were just um, sharing a meal with people like Mark DeWorth and, uh, you know, Cliff Reckman and, and Craig Brinkley and uh, the, the Squash and Tushin guys. Uh, uh, they, they were a blast, very, uh, very much the, uh, you know, camp host almost. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, but uh, no, I've taken a lot of tools back. I got a lot of new ideas, and then um, you know, le- you know, letting uh, you know when Derek was sharing some of our recent findings with uh, folk and getting their opinion ideas, and um, that was probably my the biggest highlight for me was sharing some of our um, findings and information and and data, and uh, and and letting other people look at it and and give their thoughts on it because um, that hits right at home for me. It's uh, you know that to me is collaboration and, and, uh, openness and, uh, no egos involved just here, you know, here, look at some of the stuff we're, we've, we've come across. So what are your thoughts and opinions? Um, good or bad, you know, um, that, that for me was the highlight. Um, and it wasn't a presentation. I'm just saying, you know, collaborating with people that for me was the highlight was uh sharing of findings and information and, uh, similarities with others. And, um, and uh, so that was the highlight for me for the weekend. Yeah, definitely. That was good. I think Shelly already kind of told us her highlight. So, um, so, but, uh, but think about Esteban, anybody who's been around Esteban, like in a non-formal setting, uh, they know he's the life of the party <laughs> and he likes to dance, uh, a la Shakira style, uh, uh La Bamba. <laughs> Yeah. 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 He's a he's a character. Uh, you know, I got a chance to play a little bit of some soccer with him. There was a beach ball out there, and we were kicking around stuff. So it was kind of fun. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. And the musical what? talent Definitely. of these people is oh. unbelievable. All the singing yeah. and the instrument playing was phenomenal. That's what it sounds. Like. It sounds like it was a great time. I'm like I said. I'm, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make it next year. <clears throat> I'm gonna make it next year. So uh, I will be yeah, seeing y'all again out there in the PNW because I love the PNW. I mean, Shelly, like you, I can live there too. I really could. <laughs> hey, I can live. I, I'm just. I'm sitting here by the Wilson River, listening to the show. Talking to my friends and throwing rocks in the lawn. I'm thinking about going and taking a bath because those are far few. Trying to get in the field, but it's all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful so, here. I would live here in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, what's the plan for uh, Cryptologic this week, guys? I'm still in the field well, for another on... ten days. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, we're just so so active uh, right now um, this time of year. Uh, Cryptologic, you know, it's a passion and, and we love doing it. And we got a great audience, so uh, you know, Cryptologic is on a great show. And uh, right now we're just you know we're just so busy. <laughs> it's it's uh, it really is hard to actually do. You know, you know, here we are just getting back from Beachfoot and we're talking you know, on Monster X Radio and um, it's a, it's a struggle sometimes to um, to put it all together. Uh, a show and be in the right place at the right time because uh, usually we're scrambling, um, you know, as far as uh, getting things set up. But, uh, you know, here we are. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, this time of year we're just super busy. I got so many projects and, and trips 
set up. I know, uh, pretty much speaking for everybody here, just got a lot going on. And then, you know, of course, our day-to-day uh, life, you know, we all got jobs and and uh, families and stuff. So, um, but we love doing it, and that's why we do what we do, you know. So, um, yeah, but, uh, you know, Henry, th- uh, you know, appreciate you uh, calling in and stuff. I hope you make it out. Yeah. Next year, uh, you know, Mark DeWorth is um, held is holding me hostage. I have to attend Ohio Conference next year, and I told him I'd be there, so I have to be there now. <laughs> hey, all right, awesome, yeah, that'd be oh, awesome. I want yeah. to mention one thing. Um, we there was auction and all kinds of cool stuff going on, um, but Todd and Diane were able to raise, I believe it was a thousand dollars for the Wounded Warrior. Yeah. Yeah, with well, that, uh, yeah, that a thousand, yeah. That is great. Yes. That is awesome. Well, anyway, yeah, guys, thanks for taking my call, and um, looking forward to hearing you all again down the road. Thanks, thanks, thanks Henry. Uh huh. Y'all have a good one. Later. Bye, have fun. You too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be uh, Henry. Would be. Uh, uh, he'd fit right in at uh, at uh, Beachfoot, so I uh, hope to see him next year. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, good stuff. Uh, one of the other things, you know, with with uh, with Beachfoot um, that I took away, you know, there was, you know, I mean, some of the some of the some of the information shared and stuff. It's premature, you know. Some of some individuals were sharing some findings they they, they had, and it was uh, you know you probably won't see it anymore because it's just too premature and and not um, uh, not mm-hmm. not studied enough and not vetted enough. But uh, I took away quite a few uh, uh, really fascinating finds um, from Beachfoot that you know um, you know individuals shared that was uh, some of it was outstanding and 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 went on and they I felt humbled that they asked my opinion at all. Asked my opinion, and I gave them my two cents, or you know, or, or we just kind of went over notes. And uh, there was just many individuals there willing to, uh, you know, th- there's a hunger there, you know, um, uh, for collaboration. And uh, that's another thing I took away was just the the openness uh, to share stuff and get your honest opinion. Uh, not, not, you know, they weren't, you know, not throwing uh, stuff down your throat and saying, well, this is a fact and this is this, this is what this is. Say, hey, here's some of my my findings. This is some of my data. This is a uh, check this photo out and and uh, went on. And the openness, uh, extraordinary, extraordinary. And um, I hope you know some of this that that information that uh, and uh, stuff and, and stuff collected with will be shared down the road uh, because I, I you know some of it I found to be fairly you know pretty phenomenal. The satisfaction well, was really good. <laughs> Thanks for the plug. <laughs> but yeah, we had a lot of people. buy Sasquatch coffee. The only beach bus for coffee. <laughs> and I, I, I missed part of a conversation that occurred out of my presence about Sasquatch coffee with where uh, Derek and uh, who else was there? Were you there, Shane? When Derek was talking about, they had some great marketing ideas apparently, but. Um, you know, other things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I know that I know that we've developed some really cool ideas around the campfire after some Pendleton. So <laughs> <laughs> I can even confirm or deny that happened. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was, the 
the whole thing, one of, one of the, you know, I, having individual conversations with people is one of the cool parts for me too. It's like, I, I talked to Chris Spencer, uh, one of the, I met him at the OP, um, earlier this year and, uh, very active going out into, uh, an area near Mount St. Helens and, and, uh, has, seems to have a lot of activity and he'd, he'd had something, you know, I always get updates when I see Chris cause I know how active he is going out and checking the field and he'd had some, he'd been screened at <laughs> from a pretty close, uh, proximity. Um, not too long ago last though. And I think he's actually up there. If I remember right, he was going into his area today to retrieve his recording equipment. So he's, uh, he's always fun to talk to for me because I know that he's he's uh, checking stuff out all the time and and mm-hmm. being very active and and he's very um, I, I like that he presents his uh, evidence but um, does it without like interpretation so he never says that that you know what I what I had what I experienced was Bigfoot here's what here's what mm-hmm. I experienced so. Yeah, I appreciate that approach because I, I, I a while back there. actually a while back I actually uh, a, a friend of a friend uh, uses a phrase a uh, Bigfoot last and I kind of adopted that as a my mantra as well. It's like yeah that's uh, that's actually how we should approach uh, evidence is Bigfoot last and it, you have to eliminate all other possibilities before you can say. This was, this evidence can be attributed to Bigfoot. So, thanks for that, Shelley. Yeah, I mean, that really welcome. should be a mantra. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might get to yeah, that, that really too. should be a mantra. You're welcome. <laughs> I, that was actually, I think, Guy Edwards that shared that with me, that he had been talking to, to Shelley and uh, mentioned that, yeah, she, she has this saying that, that she applies to Bigfoot Evans and Bigfoot Last. So, so I, I, I thought that that was a great, that's just really the way it, the mindset that we need to adopt when we're looking at evidence. You know, uh, David Ellis is another one that, that preaches that is, you know, it, we're, we're trying to roll out everything first, you know, uh, and, you know, he's, he's in, David David Ellis is a man of many talents. I mean, he's a fantastic observer, uh, caster, uh, audio guy. Uh, he's just one of those guys I you know I look up to um, because of his experience, you know, his experience and uh, and whatnot. But uh, he's one that preaches that you know Bigfoot last, Bigfoot last. You know, and we can't nothing's definitive, um, and so uh, it's just the right way to approach stuff. And I saw I saw that. Um, Basically, uh, throughout the whole Beachfoot event was was that line, you know, uh, there was no definite, uh, and that's something I just truly appreciate. And uh, I think your 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 real serious researchers and enthusiasts, um, they 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 uh, that's something that they um, they go into the field, you know. If you're going right out into the field to look for Bigfoot, you know, I mean that that's your mindset. Well, you've already set yourself up for a bit of uh, a problem there. Uh, you should be um, doing kind of the opposite, you know. Uh, that, that's just my uh, my approach and my idea. If you're going directly in the field 
you know, it, it, it's you know you, you got to roll out everything first. Period. Roll out everything first, and then you can put it into the interesting pile, um, um, and and categorize it and and you know uh, put it into the data. You know, and uh, at the end of the day, you don't always come away with a whole lot, but at least you're you're setting a standard and in, in approaching the subject um, uh, as scientifically um, as you can. You know. Well, that's the thing is, as a, as a pro, I mean, you're 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 collecting a lot of information, and that's what we're doing when we go out and 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 do field research, you know, audio recordings and and trail cam photo, you know, and and just just ex- what you experience when you're out in the field. But uh, and then it's sifting through all that stuff to find, and that's basically what we come up with. We and I. Uh, I like what Retman Mollis says. He says, um, refers to it, we, we end up with a lot of exclusionary evidence. You know, it, we know a lot of things that, it, that it's not, but we can't say with any definitive, uh, we can't say definitively that, oh, it's Bigfoot. It just goes like as, yeah. and, and David likes to use that term, interesting pile, and that's basically what we end up with until, unless I see a Bigfoot hit a tree with a stick, I'm not calling something a tree knock. I heard a knock. Right. You know, I don't, and we've Thanks. talked about. So, um, just it, you're sifting, sifting, looking for gold nuggets, a little like uh, panning for gold. So. Right. And, and Shelly, that's something you, uh, I, that's why you're enjoying to go out on the field with Shelly. And I'm glad to be involved with you because that's something that you do as well. I mean, just nonstop. Uh, you're, you're very observant and, uh, Bigfoot last, correct? Correct. Always Bigfoot last. I've been ruling out the platypus for the last few months. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just until you got a Bigfoot in your back pocket or you've seen him do it, you just can't make those assumptions. You just can't. I can't. I can't. Too well, much other possibilities that's... and probabilities, you know, before you you can and, and and we're finding out every day how things can be affected that you know it, with sound or weather or weather conditions, you know, that it could possibly or probably will be something we can explain before we even get to Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's. Yeah, that's why it's important that we um, not not draw conclusions that not are not are not supported by the evidence. I mean that right. there's yeah, and be very pragmatic about reporting what what you witnessed or what you experienced, but without without editorializing it or or drawing a conclusion that that the evidence does not support. Well, and and leave the emotion, you know, I mean, don't guide your research with with emotion. I I mean, people are passionate, but that's different. You know, you know, stick with facts. I mean that and you know, for me, I got to get in the woods all the time so I'm learning more about the environment and what's going on and or I'm just going to run in circles. You know, I mean, that to me is more important is to learn 
where all this stuff is going on and what I can learn about the animals, the wildlife ecosystem. You know, I like to say, listen to the grass grow. <laughs> well, yeah, Shelly, you know, it's funny you mention that because, you know, while you're up here, you know, we were we were camping up in Washington before uh, Beachfoot and, uh, you know, um, looking at all the natural resources out, all the different types of berries that were, uh, and, and, oh and they were prevalent at Beachfoot as well, but the, uh, you know, camping in a higher, lo- uh, you know, elevation stuff, we saw a tremendous amount of natural resources. You know, I'm very familiar with a lot of them. But, uh, you know, you being from Texas, we're asking some of the names of them, but they were everywhere, you know, and mm-hmm. just shows you that, you know, you, you got to keep going out and, you know, and learning your environment and learning what's out there. And, and what, why would Sasquatch be here? How could it sustain itself? Yes. I got tired of berries. I had berries everywhere. I couldn't get away from the berries. I love them, but <laughs> it was like, my goodness. I mean, I was just... And you know what else? Looking, I was looking around our camp every morning, and I could tell where the, you know, deer and wildlife had come through just by watching the berries, and and uh, mm-hmm. it, it was Great just point. super interesting. And I learned some new berries I'd never seen a salmon berry, and mm-hmm. um, of course, you know, I gobbled those up. And every morning, Shane and I have this. <laughs> tradition i like to make oatmeal and put and pick the berries and put it in our oatmeal that's just something i share with shane i feel like i don't know you may not even realize yeah. it but that's something i like you know but uh, it, you i know, do realize it just, <laughs> and i like to build a fire <laughs> really yeah no idea. Two, <laughs> two things uh two things i don't touch you know i don't mess with you picking berries and i do not mess with the fire if shelly's on fire duty She's on fire duty, and you yep. just uh, you just yep. let her do her Stand thing. Back. <laughs> yeah, fire is important. There's a lot of things for you. It was I like really funny. Uh, you know, as I was leaving today, I I I um I was looking for I want to say bye to Bob Gimlin, you know, before I left, and I'm looking for the guy. I'm looking for the guy, and I can't find him. I'm asking everybody, "Where's Bob? Where'd he go?" And they're like, "I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while." Well, about to get in my truck, and there's Bob Gimlin on the other side of a vehicle picking berries and just. Going to town. I mean, just picking and eating right off the vines. <laughs> He's more just enjoying yeah. all these different uh, blackberries. I was cracking up. He said, "Gotta get my fill before I head out." <laughs> yeah, I think in our camp but, uh, alone, we had four different four different berries. I had strawberries, blueberries, salmon berries, blackberries. and blackberries every morning. Yeah, and they were plentiful. Plentiful, and we woke Plentiful. up a few mornings with deer, deer around camp. Uh, you woke me up one morning, Shelley, and said, "Shane, look out your, uh, you know, your screen there." And I looked down the aisle, and deer right down the way, and um, you know, we saw plenty of evidence of uh, elk. I saw some elk out in that way, and um, maybe some possible bear tracks out there. And uh, yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, um, we just saw a herd of elk. Oh, uh, coming up towards uh, from the Wilson. Yes. Yep. No, oh, over great. by Pacific City. Over by okay. Pacific City, we're just driving down the highway, and there's a herd of elk right there. Yeah. Just grazing and hanging out. Excellent. It was excellent. <laughs> Shelly, I'm really looking forward to. Uh, I know uh, after you know we went to you know we did the the our trip out to Washington, which I was a 
privileged, you know, invited out there, you know, to hang out with you guys and, and Monica Rollins and the whole group uh, and, and uh, Tom Yamarone and whatnot. Fantastic time. I had an absolute blast there. And then led right into Beach Hood. And I'll tell you what, I had just an amazing, amazing, um, you know, week. And I uh, can't wait for you, Shelley, to make it. Uh, I know you you got to head back to Texas and head out this way, and, and you're going to be bringing a lot of gear with you, I, I'd imagine. But uh, uh, I hope to make a make a, a few trips out with you because I know you're going to be doing a lot of exploring and, and uh, meeting some more people and uh, going to some yep. areas of um, relevance and, um, and whatnot. So that I'm, I'm excited to be a part of that as well, and I'm excited for you because I think you're going to have an absolute great time back here in the Pacific Northwest. I am too. I think uh, it's going to be a lot of work. I mean, I think there's going to be some interesting work ahead. And, uh, mm-hmm. well, and our and our friend uh, uh, Nathaniel is going to be oh, yeah. joining yeah, us as York. well. He was a great, he, he was did. a great um, person to meet as well. I truly enjoyed him. He was, he's, he's quite a young man. Um, Young man with a brilliant mind, uh, just constantly oh, uh, thinking and observing. No, he's a, he's another, he's a, like an up and comer, uh, as far as uh, somebody that I've just gotten to know, and and he's taught me some stuff, uh, and I love his uh, his approach and his ideas, and so you guys, you'll have a blast with him um, out in the field. Uh, he is uh, he's brilliant. I really like Nathaniel York, and I'm glad he's out here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, maybe possibly even permanently. Uh, the guy's the guy's a, a beast and very um, brave. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it like to be young again? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you. I wish I was twenty. Well, we got some, many, yeah, many. One one of the cool Pardon? things that we got to do. Yeah, we were we sat down with Mark Marcel, who who is the gentleman who wasn't a. Wasn't a Bigfooter, really isn't a, a Bigfooter per se, but he is um, actually a landscape surveyor by trade and, and took it upon himself, got fascinated with with the idea of finding the the site of the Fred Beck incident uh, in Ape, Ape Canyon, like finding the cabin, uh, and has spent yeah. several years and a lot, I, I can't imagine how many man hours, um, and and has found the location where the the uh, the stump, you know, he, by by actually by locating some stumps and and uh, finding some remnants of uh, of nails and spoons and and saw in, uh, in an area, yeah. So um, Shane and I have had the opportunity to sit down with Mark and and we're planning a, a trip up to the site of the Fred Beck incident, and uh, we're going to do do a Monster X show or two about that. I, Mark is a fascinating guy. I mean, he's just very laid back, very, you know, like no ego there either. It's just he... Uh, well, his his, his, his his mind is brilliant because he was looking at the geography of uh, post-eruption Mount St. Helens and afterwards and right. showing you... Um, some of the what had happened to the area and uh it was that was that was amazing in itself and then uh, some of the names uh there was a lake pre-eruption that was that was there and um and so he and then after the eruption it had been all silted in 
and he had I think it took him I think it's almost uh shoot I want to say two years to uh, find that uh, lake on a map and he had to contact all sorts of um people to get a hold of that uh information it was a you know uh, I forget the name of the lake offhand but uh you know uh it was I think it was bear it was like bear lake or something I think it was along bear lake but, yeah uh, yeah, Bear Lake, I believe, and uh, mm-hmm. his, his knowledge of the area and some of their findings, uh, you know, whether you know um, the, the events reported actually happened or not, I think historically on the subject, it's very relevant. Um, I'm super, like, I'm super excited to head out there, you know, and 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 research some of that history. You know, I got uh, he wants to do a lot of gridding and 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 whatnot. Uh, personal uh, goal of mine, and I know it's going to be ridiculously difficult because it's overgrown and you know, uh, with the eruption and everything else, I'm looking. I'm going to be out there looking for shell casings. I want to. I'm going to find some shell casings. <laughs> and and you picked up on his during his presentation that you need a different kind of metal detector for because they don't give off shell casings. Often they don't give off the magnetic reading that other metal does. So, right. And then uh, a lot of metal over time loses its uh, magnetism. You know, so it's it's not an easy thing to find. It's going to be a lot of sifting. It's going to be a lot of the searching uh, period. But I would expect that the, uh, that there would be um, casings found, regardless if you find one with a metal detector or not. You just have to really uh, make a like an archaeological site and uh, take your time. Uh, you know, I believe we're going to be out there for three to four days. Um, you know, and uh, water I know is going to be an issue because it's been really dry here in the Pacific Northwest. So we'll definitely need some live straws and the whole nine. Uh, and uh, who knows what the weather will be like, so we got to prepare for that. But I'm just I'm honored for uh, to have the opportunity. You know, I know Cliff Berrickman's been out that way, uh, and uh, you know Craig Flipping went not. But uh, I'm super honored to, to go out there with Mark and uh, learn from him um, because you know he's taken this particular um, story and and has found some really um, solid evidence. And, and and quite very possibly, I know he really believes he found the site, uh, and it's very treacherous to get there. Like he says, it's very treacherous, and yet he was he was funny. He's like, "Have you guys ever repelled before? <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> have you done any like, rope work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh wow, this is going to be quite the adventure. Uh, I do have a little experience with that, but uh, uh, yeah, it'll be fun." And I can't wait to actually nail down a date. Looks like we're looking sometime in uh, late August. So that's going to be yeah, that's going to be an adventure. And um, I hope hope to contribute to Mark. Uh, you know, um, I I will be his Sherpa if needed. I will uh, be uh, his whatever. <laughs> Just I, I'm honored to head out that way. Yeah. So that's that's coming up from Monster Rex. We're also still um, uh, in the works as we're going to go out to uh, Silver Star with. Uh, Randy Chase. So I talked to him at uh, beach at a hot squatch uh, yeah. last week, and uh, he's still uh, game to uh, go out there with us. And then we'll uh, do a Monster X show about uh, uh, about Silver Star and talk and sit down with Randy. So I'm stoked about yeah, that too. Uh, we got some um, exciting stuff in the works and. Uh, I, again, Beachfoot was uh, amazing, uh, amazing people, good food, good food, and uh, good times. Um, and I look forward yeah, to kudos. Beachfoot next year. So, Right, and, and once again, kudos to uh, Tom and Diane Nice uh, for, um, for, for inviting uh, us and, and the, the, you know, 
getting that many uh, respectable and uh, knowledgeable people out there and, and just making it a very fun uh, fun place to be and just uh, the amount of information shared, phenomenal. And I can't say enough. I, I love those two. They're awesome. And uh, looking forward to next year and getting out, getting this out, was, uh, this, this doing was, events with them. Yeah, this was the biggest one ever. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was huge. So, but well, uh, guys, you know, we're down to uh, about uh, a little over a minute here. So I want to thank uh, Shelly and Larry for you know Shelly Covington and Larry Turner for joining us. And uh, you guys have a safe drive home. I'll see you later, Shelly. Uh, Gunner, okay. you can. Uh, lead us out, man. Well, thanks everybody for for uh, listening to Monster X. Don't forget, you can go to www.swatchcoffee.com and check <laughs> out coffee mm-hmm. from the Southwest Coffee Company. I'm sure a review will be coming shortly from Mrs. Shelley Covington, Montana, <laughs> of Texas. Absolutely. So she went home with a bag um, at eight foot. So. Uh, All right. Everybody, hey, I really I appreciate my, Go ahead, sweetie. My highlight really was meeting you, Gunner, <laughs> and, and Squatch Coffee. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll uh, be back next week at 4 p.m. Pacific with another edition of Monster X Radio. Until then, keep it squatchy. Good night. Good night.